Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Our college football pick, we had controversy this week. We had controversy two hours ago. Um, here is uh, the picks. Here are the picks. The bottom is our record. Paul was the only one that did what? I was the only one who went four and one last week. Or uh, everyone else went five and zero. Yeah. That doesn't mean anyone went three and two. No, I was. Everyone went five and zero. I went four and one because I picked Tennessee. Uh, and to be honest with you, like I felt fine about the pick, thinking that they were two evenly matched teams. But no, Tennessee was, was absolutely yeah. hot garbage. Yes, they you know were. what? No, they weren't. Saying they were hot garbage is an insult Don't, to hot garbage. No, that it, was ridiculous I, last week. I chose to look at it's it more like pick. props to Missouri. I, I know, yeah, but Missouri's you, good. But you're, I, I actually debate. I was like, huh, this seems like a ripe spot for Tennessee to like just jump in there and create some chaos and you know upset the apple cart. And no, Missouri took it to them. Uh, yeah. That was that was a very impressive win for the Tigers. So everybody, Garrett jumped closer to five hundred. Uh, this is kind of bunched up. We also had a controversy because Paul. Uh, because I paid him, had me at 39 and 16. And then Craig kind of went, wait a minute. I went 5 and 0 too. So here we are. I'm a game up on Craig. Uh, then Emery is there. And then you see both Paul and Garrett. But a great 5 and 0 week, Garrett. Congratulations on Slow you joining us at going 5 and 0. Here are the games across the board. Uh, there is not one game that is chalk. Arizona against Utah. I'm going with the Red Hot team, although Utah, of course, a lot of respect for them. Uh, I'll start with me on this one. Arizona, I just like the way they're playing. Utah, obviously, very good. This could be a 20-18 to 18 game or something like that. Uh, I'll, take, I'll take Arizona. Craig? Uh, yeah, I mean, Arizona's playing really good ball. I totally get why they're the, the hot pick, and uh, I debated uh, a lot on this, but... Um... You know what? I just feel like Utah's been there, done that. I understand they've 
had to, to kind of struggle along at various points this year with just uh, various issues, but they still find themselves right here, right? Like they're still technically in the mix for the Pac-12, and they're just a super solid team that I feel like is going to go give a little bit of a dose of, real- of reality to Arizona right now. And I think um, – yeah, I, I just I like Utah better. I feel like I know a bit more about Utah. I think Arizona's a great story. I think uh, them being slight favorites, um, if that's the case, it makes sense. Being at home, Fafita, etc. But uh, yeah, I'm just I'm I'm putting my trust in the Utes here that they're going to go in there and uh, and get a big win. Yeah, I I just go with home team here. I think that was uh, what I, I I thought. You know, Utah like this this game's going to be really good. But uh, Arizona is is on its ascendancy right now, and uh, Noah Fafita is really good. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm gonna ro- I'm gonna roll with the Wildcats. Here. All right, Garrett, you uh, you agree? Uh, Craig's got Utah, which is not a bad. None of these are bad picks, no. although some people on the chat room are thinking that not this game, but other games. You, Garrett. No, I just think this, you know, you have all the, the smoke around Jetfish and will he stay, will he go. He's getting the, the – they tried to do the contract thing. Arizona's at home. I think this is a big win for the Wildcats. All right, so Arizona, uh, which was overlooked, lost those games early. Of course, they were – Washington and USC had that opening uh, – early loss to Mississippi State. That looks bad. But they have been on a run ever since with wins against 19th-ranked Washington State, 11th-ranked Oregon State. 19th ranked UCLA and also then winning at Colorado, although that thing came down to the wire. They've been on a good run. I just feel like the bubble's got to burst at some point. Uh, So if anybody's going to burst the bubble, it's the Utah Utes. And so that's what I'm banking on. But yeah, this should be a good one and not a game that anybody thought would be worth a S when the season started. But here we are at the end and look at Arizona making this interesting. It's a Big 12 preview. It's a Big 12 preview. It is a Big 12 preview. All right. And, And now this one, I was scolded by Jim. Washington Huskies fan, I know, Jim, I, I, you know, I give you the sad face. I'm the only one, and I did not know what everyone was doing when Paul like, was giving my picks. I'm shocked. I'll take the Beavers at home. I just think that maybe in a – I just they may, they kind of like them. I just yeah. – I think they're going to kind of have just too much toughness for Washington. Maybe not slow the game down – but win that battle in the trenches. Yeah, uh, to Softy's point earlier about Washington being ranked behind Florida State, I actually I kind of agree with him. Um, again, but not worried about it because, again, it's gonna all, it all work itself out if you just win the games. But um, I think the committee is punishing Washington for playing fast and loose more than the other teams. Like, for whatever reason, Washington's, you know, close wins against certain teams are – more punishable than the others. But, again, they're fifth. It's going to work itself out. Yeah, but The control of a game, you mean? Yeah, yeah. That, that kind of thing, like yeah. those deals. But they've won all the time. And they've had their duds where they walk out there and they don't look exactly like Washington that you see all the time. But so is everybody else. But I'm going to go with the Huskies here. I, I think there's a lot. There's so much on the line for them. I think that they can see the, I can see the finish line. I think they're going to, they're going to, they're going to weave through. Yeah, I'm, I'm shocked that uh, it's not more Oregon State laced here I thought I'd actually be on a limb kind of picking Washington because it just seems like the trendy thing this week is to pick Oregon State being at home and um, just uh, you know that's the way Vegas has gone and so there's been a lot of talk about the upset that Washington could be walking into but yeah I'm I'm rolling the dice with the Huskies and that wide receiving core and Michael Penix I just I uh, I have more trust in that than Oregon State slowing that down and you know, then themselves going and scoring points. And the fact that Dylan Johnson, as Softy mentioned earlier, you got the run game going. Now, granted, we know who that was against, you know. like yeah. <laughs> So there is that. But still, it's a good sign. So, yeah, if you get the running game going, too, with what they already have in the passing game, like that's pretty nasty. Uh, so, yeah, 10-0 and 0 on the line. I just feel like 
there's no chance of just sleepwalking into this one, especially with all the other noise outside this week. Like, this should be a winner gets the uh, Pac-12 network or something like that. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm rolling with the Huskies. I think they're going to stay unbeaten and make it very interesting here at the, uh, at the end. Uh, Mr. Ross. No, I agree with Craig. I think the reason I went with this was really the receiving core of Washington. I don't know if Oregon State can match them, but honestly, after listening to Angie earlier, if the weather's a factor, yeah. that's one thing that's got me a little concerned with that. For sure, because, I mean, you feel fine about running the football yeah. if you're Oregon State. You feel great about that. Shout out to Damian Martinez, the Texas guy. But, um, yeah, with Washington, uh, despite Dylan Johnson – you know, recently uh, kicking it up against USC, you don't feel um, necessarily all that strongly about um, them being able to do the same thing. And he had 100 yards against Utah as well, but he had that big game against the Trojans. And so we'll see if he can keep it going, though. Like, that's that's huge news. Like, if they're able to run the football in nasty weather and they're doing that, then you then you add in what they're doing in the passing game. Like, holy cow, they're on to something pretty hot here at the end. I am the only one. That took who the Vegas thinks is going to win this game. No, Vegas still thinks Washington's the favorite, but I think he was kind of flipping around uh, yeah. this week. And there was a lot, a lot of the, um, I guess, just talk was about the upset potential here. Yeah. So. Well, who's our buddy on? Uh, who's uh, who's the guy, the Oregon State fan that used to come on so Clint much? Moses. Yeah, He's where still... is he at? He used to get banned because he used to put up the Beaver, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he did. Yeah. All right, so I'm the only one. I'm the lone horse there. Craig is in the game, uh, that Arizona game with Utah now. ACC, Clemson and North Carolina. We all pick Clemson across across the board. They're starting to play better. And Emory takes Mac Brown and company. Uh, North Carolina offensively is a far better team. Far better team. Defensively, Clemson is a far better team. And Clemson is at home, and it's super hard to win in the fake Death Valley, as Derek Garrett calls it. Absolutely. <laughs> wow. Death Valley. Yeah. No, he, does, he, he doesn't like their stupid rock. He doesn't like their name. <laughs> He's like terrible. He hates it. But, uh, how uh, many titles, by the way, does LSU? I'm curious. Clemson has three national titles, right? LSU's LSU, three. like five, three or four, five. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but I, I think Clemson's defense will make the stops when they need to. I think Dabo's kind of uh, awoken. Yes. I, that's what I'm saying. They're playing better. They've kind of yeah. gotten in a... A nice little run. Yeah, Cade Klubnick seems like he's starting to get it together. Uh, just the team as a whole seems like they're getting it together there at Clemson. So, yeah, I think they're kind of turning the corner a little bit and uh, being at home as well. Uh, North Carolina is really good. Like you said, Paul, like offensively, obviously, they're clearly better. But I still just don't trust them entirely. Um, you know, I just the thing about just the couple losses here lately and just Mac Brown and, and – just down the stretch, I'm going with the hot hand, and I think the hot hand right now is Clemson. All right, so uh, there we go with that. Now we go to the one that I, I was I, I wanted to pick Iowa State, but I was scared to death of Sandra Green. So here's I, – I, I was always going to pick Texas. Texas, Iowa State, Paul, Craig, and I, we take the horns. I just feel like they're better, and I think they have more weapons, and maybe this thing gets kind of slogged up a little bit or whatever. But, uh, Craig, your thoughts on the horns? Yeah, I mean, this was the easiest game to pick for me. Uh, I have full confidence in Texas rolling into Ames and being able to take care of business. Now, I'm not saying that the Cyclones can't or won't put up a fight. I think they absolutely will. I just think Texas is a better team. Yeah. I just think they're a better team in pretty much every single way. I mean, talent-wise and just explosiveness and things like that. I, do, I don't think it's going to be a walk in the park, but... I think, you know, with the comments made earlier this week, like I said a while ago, if any sort of lack of focus was there, I feel like Iowa State almost like, hey, no, 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 pay attention and let us motivate you. And so Texas is going to have like a little extra chip on their shoulder they might not otherwise have had. 
Um, but Matt Campbell's a great coach. We'll see what they can put together. But I just, I just don't trust them to get stops and then Rocco Beck offensively to be able to like do anything super effectively against that Longhorns defense. You know, so that's where I just think Texas is the better team. Yeah, I, I think uh, Iowa State will make it dicey at times. I mean, they will. They're gonna they're gonna muddy the water. But yeah, I, I think the Horns. They gotta they gotta keep this. They can if they lose if they're up by these six, eight, ten, twelve points. They can't let this thing get in the fourth quarter and get kind of muddy. Garrett, uh, you've taken the Cyclones. Good for you for jumping out there along with Emory. Look, man, I got to I got to make up some ground here, and this is also probably a reason why I'm 25 and 30. But at the same time, <laughs> somebody like, in the chat room reminded you of yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. By the way. Yeah. I mean, and well deserved, you know. Hey, but no, I, I just this is one of those things where Texas is clearly the better team. I just don't know what they're going to look like with Jonathan Brooks and with that line. I really don't think it's going to make that much of a difference ultimately. But I'm just going to ride the 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 magic and aims at night for this one final hurrah. Uh, Paxton asked me to put. He put that saying that UT fans put, blink them. Uh, I can't say it. I can't say it. It won't come out of my body, my soul, my heart, my lips. I cannot no, do. I, I can't do it. Do you want me to vomit all over this desk if I say yeah, it? I'm no, like, I can't I, do I it. I can't either. I know Craig can't do it either. <laughs> I, all right. Yeah. 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 can't do it. I'd and SMU, not. what a nice story with Rhett Lashley and company and Memphis on the road, the Tigers. And uh, we all go with SMU, Emory takes Memphis. He's going against the grain a lot this week, trying to make a little round round up, but he's okay. Uh, Garrett, we'll start with you on the ponies. I just think they're a better team. I like what Rhett Lashley has going on. I think they have a lot of confidence and, uh, you know, boost from that ACC, uh, the future they have going on there. Uh, I think they're explosive on offense. Their defense is fun. I just like them. Yeah, yeah I, I think um, SMU's got a dynamic offense, and, and Memphis's defense has not been very good, but this is one of those that, like, Memphis is maybe the smart – I don't know. I've seen, like, a lot yeah. of debate, and Memphis and, and, and SMU have had some games now. So, um, this could get a, a little wonky. I don't think SMU is just necessarily a slam dunk, but I do like more of what I know about them versus Memphis, especially when you're looking at a, a pretty bad defense um, and you're looking at a pretty dynamic offense there with SMU. I feel like the Ponies are in, a, in stride right now. Um, you know, Preston Stones uh, having a good year. They were able to hit the transfer portal and really make some improvements there. And I, I just think that they're more explosive, more dynamic, and I, I think that's going to matter a lot in this game. Let's not forget now they have a top-10-ranked defense, too. And yeah. that's what's been one of the differences for Coach Lashley and the Ponies and yeah. SMU. They're coming. Like SMU, yeah. no, they're I coming. Know. Yeah, yes, trademark with Dion. <laughs> but, no, they're, they're on their way. Like, we, they're not messing around anymore. When we come back, Mickey Spagnola, Paul's top five. This is 365 Sports. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.